Looking forward to previewing Golden Rose Day at Rose Hill with David Gately. Before we start the meeting, Gator, who are you cheering in the AFL Grand Final? Uh, yeah, I'm similar to um, to Dino. I've invested Sydney in as early as late July. Actually, took him in a few doubles to us in the spring features. So um, I'm spoken for. Uh, and for, as far as the Norm Smith, um, yeah, I'm with the, the great man as well. I think uh, Callum Mills will get an opportunity to um, to, to star and. Uh, have some dosh there as well. Well, in Sky Channel speak, I hope that's some great minds thinking alike there for uh, for those that are invested similarly. Yeah, your overall view on the Golden Rose program? Oh, this is terrific! What a, what a race it's become, and um, you know, I think this year with the added dimension, perhaps of, of you know a filly, the top of the market um, creates plenty of interest. Uh, the rails back in the true, we had a five metre rail the last meeting. Now the track played really well. Credit where it's due. Fabulous racing. And the last time we had a true rail, um, the inside was off really quickly, you know, from very early on. Uh, so it tends to be sort of a bit savage on pace inside, but only when the track gets really firm. That won't be the case today. We kick off with a highway with a big field. Number of scratchings, though. Take out numbers 6, 12, 14, 18, 20, 21 and 22 for the highway over 1,500 metres with Syrian Star hitting an open market at 440. Mr. 88 at $6, $7 for Airliner. That same price for Antonio Giovanni. Plenty of horses well in the market here. Gator, how do we kick it off? Oh, look, I'm going to tip Syrian star, the favourite, wide, no cover, beaten narrowly by a key rival here. Antonio Giovanni, second up, meets that horse better in the way, uh, better at the weights. Went to Dubbo one easily, this horse with gaps behind. I think it's the one with the upside. King of Spades was booked at a key stage in one of these last time. May well have gone close to winning and was five weeks between runs. So it's perhaps uh, the value danger at $9. Uh, airline is certainly in the game here. Um, just draws out, but some scratchings have helped. And there's Antonio Giovanni, who must have a case on that key formula, we think. 19, 3, 4 and 2. 19, 3, 4 and 2 for Gator in the first. From the highway to the midway, this one over 1,300 metres. A benchmark 72. Scratch numbers 1, 4 and 17. Market currently another even one. Coat heads the market at $4.40. Head of Oakfield Duke at $6. $8 for May Rose. Verbeck also at $8.850 for Cool Lad Gator. Yeah, well, I, I tipped uh, Verbeck on Wednesday. It was $16 at that point. I just noticed from your uh, voice, and as I look up at my tab screen, into $8. So uh, they haven't missed it. Um, probably into its right price now. It was a mile back from the wide gate here, fresh. Made up tremendous ground. The winner led, ran time. This guy was race fastest for his final two 200 splits. And he won second up last prep as well. Cote's a three-year-old on the up. Returned gelded badly, uh, blocked, and crossed the lead. Canterbury raced clear on the heavy going. Actually ran good time relative to the day. Drops three kilos. Uh, May Rose had similar sectionals to Verbeck last time, and it's at a similar price, and perhaps a bit of overs as well. And Oakfield Duke, uh, certainly in the game, as are a few others, uh, typically even race. Uh, 13, 15, 3 and 2. There, David Gately's numbers race to the midway at Rose Hill, 13, 15, 3 and 2. Race 3 is over 1,900 metres. It's a benchmark 88. The only scratching is number 10, Tampering. 
First leg of Leanne's multi for, for Dino and the fans comes in here with Wicklow at $3.30. $4.40 for Hammeron, the stable mate from the Waller stable. Elcioni at $5.57 for quality time and Kiss the Bride in winning form at $9.50 Gator. Yeah, really, uh, it's a strong and competitive benchmark 88. And I think it's probably better than the ratings band as, as evidence. You look at some of the form around uh, Elcione and, and those gallopers, it's easy to come to that conclusion. Look, I'm tipping Hammer on the 11. He came away very well, easily beating Cognac on the Kenzo track. He had his chance last time, but he was jumping to 1,800 second up and a month between runs. Plus, he had 59 kilos. I like the way he rallied when he was he was grabbed. and He certainly wants all of the extra 100 metres, I think, and gets down in the weight. So that might just help him quicken a little bit better than what we saw last time. Uh, Elcion was a terrific return. Better of a flat one, second up, but... I think he was probably the best run in the race last time in the worst part of the track at Randwick, and that was the Kiss the Bride uh, race. Meets him a kilo and a half better. Wicklow certainly uh, can win, right on the heels of Asione and others last time, and he was five weeks between runs himself and back in trip. So now gets J-Mac uh, drawn in and back out to 1,900. Can certainly win, and Kiss the Bride must have a case as well on that same form. It's obviously, flying looks the leader again, 11 2 six, one. 11, 2, 6 and 1 from David Gately over the 1,900 metres race 3 at Rose Hill. Just a reminder at 9.30 today, a regular part of the Saturday morning program now, the rundown with the team from Racing and Sports. Brad Bishop, Simon Dinopoulos and Adam Blinko will work through the racing around Australia, try and find some ratings, value bets and also some sports bets. So the rundown with the team from Racing and Sports at 9.30, handing over to race day morning. Sean Cosgrove will guide us through this morning at 10 o'clock. Looking forward to that and also looking forward to the rundown at 9.30. But right now... We're drilling down on the meeting at Rose Hill this afternoon with David Gately. First of the features, a Group 3 Colin Stevens quality over 2,400 metres. Race 4 on the card at Rose Hill this afternoon. Take out numbers 2 and 6. And Marin Eustace with a strong hand in the market with Cadre de Noir, favourite at $2. Second favourite, Herman Hesse at four forty. Out to Grove Ferry, Waterhouse and Bot at $5. $6 for Mohican Heights Gator. Yeah, I think the fact that... Um a lot of that patchy rain has missed uh, Rose Hill. Certainly helps Herman Hess. Back to his best last time. He was dominant late despite the big weight. I think the track was just too wet for him prior to that. He gets down in the weight. Um, so I'd like to take that win at face value. He beat a reasonable field. He thrashed them. I know he had the right run, but um, yeah, I think he's, he's hard to beat. Kodre Noir is clearly uh, going to be hard to beat. Um, you're an even money favourite. Probably don't need me to tell you that, but the pattern certainly helped at Ramwick, but he relished the ground and he caned them. Um, he's got an exceptional record at 2,500. Megan Heights blew the start of the Valley. Race was over. Had the good run last time. Whilst no match for the winner, he beat a Melbourne Cup winner in Vowen to clear into third. And Grove Ferry just has to run the trip. He's got to learn to settle early, which will be the key to him running it out, I think. Five, one, four, three. Five, one, four, and three from Gator in race four on the card with the Marin Eustace stable. A stranglehold on the market, but Gator just thinking there might be a little bit of value around Herman Hesse in race four. Race five's a benchmark 88 over the 1,400 metres. The scratchings are numbers four and five. An even market top of it is fine point, number 16 at $4.80. Damil at $6.50. 
Puntura at $7.50, Arctic Thunder at $8, and Ida at $8. And before we move on to your thoughts here, Gator, you take a bow for identifying Ida at big odds and a danger to a very short price favourite at her most recent start, and she was able to dive through near the inside and get the money. So those that were listening, even if they were invested in the favourite, would have certainly been saving on Ida, well-founded odds. Yeah, thanks. I was actually out at the Ross Town on Saturday for uh, Sky's coverage, and a few of them on, on in the pub at Adam Nibble as well. So it was um, it was a really good day for them. Obviously, if you can find one at a bit of a price early, it just lets you play with their money, doesn't it? So um, yeah, good result. Hopefully, we can. I think the horses are winning hope again. I think the market's missed uh, missed her again. How do you see this race? Yeah, I've got, I've got a second pick again. Um, interested in Jamie Rogers' comments earlier. I think nineteen into what is it eight dollars now. So. Um, I don't think it was a fluke, the win. I have tipped Arctic Thunder on top, though. Uh, I thought this one was a shade of overs to it, around the $8. Race tight at a key stage first up on the inside. Then looked a big hope last time at the 200-metre mark, but it was cut out uh, right at that vital stage. The last time she was third up, she won a benchmark 78, and she had a handy one inside gone behind her that day. Um, Ida, well, um, yeah, I mean, had the track bias against first up and then beat a good field last week now they back up has beaten this favorite fine point in the past and they meet the same weight terms fine point resumes nice work in some quiet trials you can certainly win and puntura just loves the jar out of the track i think they wanted a bit more rain if anything but um in the game 8 14 16 and 2 there david gately's numbers race five on the card at rose hill on golden rose day eight 14, 16 and 2. Race 6 is the Heritage Stakes, a listed race for the three-year-olds. Small field after scratchings, take out numbers 1, 2, 4, 7, 10, 12 and 13. That leaves Semion favourite, $2.90 for Team Hawks and Willie Pike. Opal Ridge at $3.30, $4.60 for Economics, six fifty for Hawaii Five Ho and Wingardium at $9.50 Gator. Yeah, I was, I was pretty keen to back Opal Ridge. Um, I still am, but um, obviously she was a much better price with Best of Bordeaux in the race. Um, with him out, uh, she's into, what, second favourite behind Semillion. I think from that draw, she's going to get a nice run back to three-year-old grade to an inside draw. I really liked the win last time. It was only a highway, sure. Um, but I loved the chase, um, and I loved how raw she was still. So there's plenty of room to move. She was never on the track in the Silver Shadow prior to that. Did a great job. I thought to be beaten less than five lengths by Zugotcha and in secret. And they've both since won uh, really well, as we know. And, and, you know, that form is that, uh, well, every time everyone out of that Sydney three-year-old uh, bracket comes down and wins. Troach, queen of the ball, etc., etc. Similian disappointed first up in the vein. Um, but it's his only average run to date. He wasn't disgraced in McEwen last time. It's easy to like that form after last night as well. Economics showed a bit in the first preps, trial well, and uh, await uh, eight. Hawaii 5 0 were promoted after those scratchings. Nine, three, five, and eight now. Nine, three, five, and eight in the Heritage. Race six on the card at Rose Hill. Race seven. It's the Golden Pendant, a Group Two level for the Phillies and Mares. Only scratching is number nine, Tycoon Evie, and Espiona heads the market. Uh, I think we've learnt she's not Winks, but she might be a, a decent mare. She's favourite at four dollars eighty, five fifty for Nimalee, a Group One winner. Star Tontes seven fifty, also a Group One winner. Jamea nine dollars. Expat at twelve dollars. Gator. Yeah, look, the expectation from Espiona first up was much much higher than the outcome. Um, she'd had some quiet trials. Heavily back 
on the day, almost as if unbeatable. When she peeled out, I thought, oh, how far? Then she rolled in, she had a head on the side. She just didn't flatten out at all. She looked like a she looked like a two-year-old having her first start, is what it looked like. Um, now, one thing I've learned about this stable is they get them right. They get them right continually, um, the good horses. And, you know, you think of very elegant when she went to Walla, and that's no disrespect to who trained her beforehand. But with natural maturity, and in that stable, she became world-class. Nature Strip, same boat, and a thousand other athletes. So I'm expecting her, uh, under this tutelage, to reach uh, what we expect. And hopefully that starts today. Star Tante's was way back in that same race, the Shiraka. She was in a hopeless spot turning. She flew home. 11.22 last time. It was the day's fastest. Uh, when she was at 1,400 prior to the break, she ran straight by the Memsey winner, Snap Dancer, uh, who then beat um, Thunderstruck, who many are tipping to beat Darkie tomorrow. So it's an easy form line to like. She's underrated, Star Tante's, and still 7.50. Nimalee, uh, she gave her all in the tramway, and she did uh, win a Queen of the Turf when she was set up last prep. And Tuss, but Tim must have a case on the Scirocco run as well. She didn't quicken strong late, gets to 1,400, has that uh, snap dancer form from the Tats Tiara. What a race. 8, 2, 1, 6. 8, 2, 1 and 6 from Gator in the Golden Pendant. The features the Group 1 Golden Rose, race 8 on the card at Rose Hill. Three-year-olds over 1,400 metres at Group 1. Scratching number two, best of Bordeaux. In secret, heads the market at $2.80. Six fifty for Golden Mile, the stable mate from the coming stable. Jack and O at $7.850 for Fireburn. $9 for She's Extreme Gator. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's a terrific race for the filly in secret. Uh, she looked unlucky fresh with her sole defeat, of course, behind who got through then one again. And um, then a uh, really strong win last time. At the 300, she oh, she's not there yet. By the time they got to the 100, she was sailing past them. Clear race fastest. Uh, the race rated really similarly to a Shiraco on the day with Shades of Rose, Espiona, those sort of older mares. So I think based on what I saw there first up, she elite 1,400, draws perfectly. Uh, best jockey in Australia. There's just every box tick, isn't there? Gold Mile was more impressive to the eye. Um and he ran the 1,400 right out. He was so strong. He said, he's a danger. You know, um, we get drawn in sometimes by the hashtag data. Uh, his win was every bit as good as in secrets for mine. Uh, Jack and I just sailed past Daff Cabin first up. Reads well now. He was the only horse to break 12 seconds home at the end of that race. And she's extreme. First up run against the pattern of the day. It was much better than it looks. Uh, she's in my quaddy. Um, one wide, one squinny, uh, skinny. That's how I like to play the quaddies. So... She goes in the wider version, 16, 7, 3 and 15. 16, 7, 3 and 15. Each in secret on top for Gator in the Group 1 Golden Rose. Race 9, the Shannon over 1,500 metres. Take out numbers 7, 9 and 13. Currently heading the markets, Ellsberg, $2.80 ahead of Surf Dancer, four sixty first up. Old Flame at $5.950 for a tissue, Gator. Uh, Ellsberg, for me, um, pretty keen. Shuffled back at a most vital stage, fresh in the 3 mark. The leaders put four lengths on him by the time he picked up and then hit the line, beating a less than a length. Great run. Uh, to 1,500 second up, positive ride, hope, gate one. Um, if the fence is OK or, or or a brilliant ride, which um, T. Clark's very good at on on-speed runners, as we know. Um, I'm going to make him one of our specials today. Old Flame uh, certainly showed a great will to win last time, beating Purple Sector. That formed Frank from last week. 
and you can tie the form in through the likes of Rustic Steel and Co. Uh, from last campaign as well. A tissue is another one who had a little luck in the CR marks. She's well up to these. And Surf Dance, look, I'm not sure about 460, uh, but he trolled well for the return. I had him a bit longer than that, but he's in the game. 2, 11, 8, 10. There Gators numbers the second last, 2, 11, 8 and 10. We get to the last. It's a benchmark 78 over 1,100. Take out numbers 9, 12 and 17. Fire for Team Hawks, $4.20 favourite. Ahead of Starman at six fifty. Seven dollars $7 for a very fine red. $7 for Kips Bay, who was well back to win last start. How do we come home, Gator? Yeah, look, I'm with a very fine red. Um, again, those early marks, I think $10 was wrong. She's into seven. It's probably about where we need to be. Uh, she kept closing in the trial, ran Marzu to a length and a half. Uh, third, fresh last time in, then beat all by Zapateo. So another one is drawn gate one. So certainly by race 500 and 501, we'll know if gate one is still okay. Um, you know, they can still win from inside draws when the fence is off at Rose Hill, but they just need a, a good ride. And we've got a good um, good young apprentice on this horse. And we've got Tim Clark on Ellsberg. So I'm not overly worried. Fire, well, he keeps beating himself. And he may well have beaten Chain of Lightning if he runs straight and then drifted out noticeably here. Winkers go back on a note. Tristage gelded into this prep, pip late per second behind the flying Shades of Rose. And a gallant effort here lost him in a really strong benchmark 88. You saw Clemenceau emerge from that race and run enormous last night at the Valley. I know he was beaten, but uh, he thrashed third and, and I thought he ran <laughs> really well. And winning verse is probably the best roughie. Uh, Starman for the quaddy as well. 3 4 one, 15 home. Three, four, one, fifteen. How do we play Golden Rose Day, Gator? Two best. Race eight, number sixteen. In secret. Race nine, number two. Ellsberg. Quaddy Wise. First legs the golden, golden pendant. So we've got Espiona Star, Tontos, Nimali, and Pels Matan. So eight, two, one, and six. The Golden Rose sixteen, seven, three, and fifteen. Shannon uh, two, eleven, eight. And we'll come home with three, four, one, fifteen, and five. Good luck around the country today, Gator. Look forward to joining you again tomorrow morning to preview the Underwood Stakes meeting at 9 o'clock on RSN. Yeah, hopefully we're cashed up by then. Thanks, mate.